Branch NMLS number 33041. Rick Rittman's NMLS number 664589. Equal housing lender. Some restrictions apply. Hi, this is Rick Rittman, the hardworking mortgage guy. I along uh, I work at Advisors Mortgage, and they actually are the uh, sponsor of our show. And I just wanted to thank you for listening today and hope that you enjoy today's show. The real estate market in Indiana has been on a on fire, which most of you are aware of. Many of you have questions about the market and the best way to buy and sell a home in this type of market. It's just crazy. To help you understand uh, what has happened and what is likely to happen, I have a real estate guru, Jeremy Page. He's a realtor and the assistant manager with Carpenter Realtors in Zionsville, Indiana. I've known Jeremy for quite some time. He graduated from Cedarville University. I think that's in Ohio. Uh, with a Bachelor of Arts in Business Management and Marketing. So he's got the marketing credentials that he needs. Uh, Jeremy graduated from the Realtor Institute. Uh, He's on the Council of Certified Residential Specialists. And he is a GRI designee and former council member. Jeremy, thanks for joining me. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me, Rick. I uh, yeah I know this market. I I really think that it's such a crazy market that it's definitely worth talking about because I don't think most people have seen this market in their lifetime. No. And I can tell you here in central Indiana, we have not seen this market ever. Uh, it is something that's new to us. It's what we used to joke about, uh, you know, California, you know, being in California and, you know, you buy a house today and it's worth a hundred thousand dollars more tomorrow. And then the price drops out and, um, we're seeing that massive appreciation, uh, the good news is here in central Indiana, there is no forecast of the bottom dropping out like it used to in California all the time. Right. I mean, we used to, it seems like, in fact, I have some statistics on it. In Indiana, we saw somewhere around three, three and a half percent a year, pretty much year after year after year. Yep. Yep. And it didn't very far from that. Last year, we saw 19% increase That's in value. Just crazy. Yes. yes. It, it's awesome. It is, but if you're crazy. a homeowner. If you're a homeowner. It's hard when you're a home buyer. Yes, sir. <laughs> but I'm going to back up a little bit. I I did see, I was l- looking at information. Um, I did see that you're a member of the Multi-Million Dollar Club, and I wondered, what that what does that mean? It just means I've sold a lot of houses. Right. <laughs> I've sold well over okay. Multi-Million. I probably did that my first year. Yeah, too, you, so. so you got lots of experience. Yeah. You know what to yeah. do. That was 15 years ago. Okay. That was a long time ago. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I also noticed that... Uh, you're with Carpenter, and that Carpenter has a a home marketing system. And yes. how, how does that system benefit a home home uh, seller? Well, you had mentioned earlier that I've got a degree in marketing, and I have some uh, experience working for a marketing company prior to my uh, life in real estate. And that's one of the main reasons I joined Carpenter is because of their marketing. And so the home marketing system is it's actually an internationally award-winning uh, system that has been ranked the number one system designed to help people sell their houses. It's a multimedia approach. Um, I mean, I always joke with my sellers and say, hey, I could uh, go into details on all of it and waterboard you with it, but I can, uh, I can guarantee you that there's no one else around that has the ability to market a home like we do. Yeah, that's awesome. And if somebody needed to get a hold of you, would like to talk to you about listing their home, buying a home, what's the best way to contact you? Yeah, my cell phone, which is 317-413-5311, or my email, jpage, and that's P-A-G-E, at callcarpenter.com. Yeah, see, even I can spell that. Yeah. I can't spell anything, but I can spell that. (laughs) Page, like page in a book. Yeah. And 
I know you're also, you know, people may be hearing and your your office is in Zionsville. Correct. But you aren't limited to Zionsville. No, no, I saw all around the, the central Indianapolis, central Indiana area. Yeah, what I've noticed, because I've worked with you for quite some time, is you have expertise in the whole area. Yeah. It's not, and, and in fact, not only do you have expertise in the, in the area, in our metropolitan area, when you get somebody outside of your, the area, you have people you can refer them to because you you know you don't know that area, so you get them with somebody who does. Absolutely. I've referred people all over the United States and actually all over the world when they're wow. uh, buying or selling houses. I belong to a network that has great agents uh, like myself all around the United States and the world, so they can get great service wherever they're at or wherever they're going. And that must be very comforting for somebody who is here, but they're moving. It doesn't matter if they're moving to Nashville, Indiana, or they're moving to tokyo japan absolutely to know that they have a solid agent that they can now go work with and they because that would be a hard thing to to try to get when you're not in that area try to find that right agent for you yeah a quick example one of my best friends uh just bought a to refer him to a great agent the person i'm referring right well, i think i don't think people really understand this. We really need to get back to the market <laughs> yes we do <laughs> a little bit so tell us so, about what the real estate market was in 2020, 2021. Okay. Yeah. So the last couple of years, you know, uh, looking back at 2021 in particular, um, I mentioned, you know, the, the values are up 19%. We hit a record number of sales. You'll hear a lot of people uh, talking about the inventory and there is no inventory. And though that is true, they're relating that to there aren't any houses for sale. And that's not true. So actually we sold more houses last year than we ever have before in recorded history here in Indiana. So the, the problem is a buyer problem. As we say, it's supply and demand. The supply is actually out there, just not near as much as the high demand from buyers. The millennials are out in force right now. All statistics are pointing to they're the number one buying uh, generation right now. Um, we also have a lot of investors that are buying up properties here in central Indiana. Uh, a lot of um, big investors, a lot of investors that are Wall Street type investors have been buying up properties here. Uh, and then builders, they're, they're doing their best, but they can't keep up. So right. um, that the buying side, I feel like it's loosened up a little bit. I mean, there was times where you had to be on a wait list and they would just say, we're going to call down this list, you know, whenever we're ready to release lots in six months or whatever. And if you answer your phone, we'll give you 24 hours to say you're in or you're out. No contingencies, nothing like that. You're just, you're either in or you're out. So that's, that's loosened a little bit. So that's on the builder side. Correct. But I know they're still having problems with product. Absolutely. You know, getting, when they get down to the end, they can't get the appliances some, I mean, many times there's, they are having issues yeah, there. I know th that. There's a lot of things factoring in on the build side, uh, both land, uh, available land for them to build. Um, the, the supply chain as I'm sure most people know is just kind of crazy right now. Um, it gets frustrating for people who are looking to build sometimes because, uh, builders are just having a real hard time pinpointing when it'll be done because of the supply chain issues yeah i have a customer right now who is building a home and they think they're going to be done in march but they said it could be as late as late may early june yeah and they're trying to plan but you know it, it's interesting because we all know that that's the situation people are much more patient with it 
than than I've seen in the past where they just okay it is what it is right I mean even when you go to a restaurant my wife and I went out uh, last night we went to a, a, a nice restaurant no no big deal no right. you know we just it was we sat we sat down and I'll bet it was seven eight minutes before wait actually the waiter didn't come over we were sitting in the bar the bartender came out from behind the bar and came to our table okay he waited on us and they just said they can't they just can't get people yeah and that's the world we're in i think some people are kind of understanding but um i try to live my life by be kind to others and and show love yeah regardless um there's a lot of stuff that is outside of the control of who we're actually interacting with whether that's in real estate or like you said at a restaurant or whatever the case might be just be kind right be kind and and actually you're not only being kind to them but it actually is kind to you you can you can ruin your let's take the dinner you can ruin your dinner by being upset that they're slow to get to you and they're slow to get your food and all that or you can just accept that's the way it is right now be happy be nice enjoy your enjoy you know enjoy the moment right and then you end up with you know everything like we had a great evening yeah (laughs) yeah it was a great evening yeah good Uh, and it really went timing it was it didn't take too long really right it and they were bending over backwards trying to make it all work well after the break we're going to talk more about indianapolis's housing market and actually get started on what it's going to look like in 2022 credit cards, student loans, car payments. When is it going to stop? Ron shouted. Karen just shrugged and looked defeated. Their debts were literally killing their marriage in them. They tossed and turned every night, had stress headaches all day long, and snapped at each other constantly, all over the stress of -of out-of-control debt payments. Then the debt crusher mortgage came into their lives. They can now sleep, and their debt stress disappeared. This is Rick Ripney, your hardworking mortgage guide, Advisors Mortgage Group. And if you have debt stress, we have the solution. The Debt Crusher Debt Consolidation Mortgage. Call us to see if you qualify. 317-215-7600. That's 317-215-7600. And let the Debt Crusher Mortgage crush your debt. Rick Ripney, heard every weekend at 3.30 p.m. on Freedom 95. Branch NMLS number 33041, Rick Ritma's NMLS number 664589. Equal housing opportunity, some restrictions apply. Welcome back, and I appreciate it very much. I'm here with Jeremy Page. He's a real estate agent with Carpenter Realtors. It is so hard for me because it used to be a (laughs) Carpenter Better Homes and Gardens. Yes, that was a long time ago. (laughs) Yeah, a long time ago, but I've been here a long time, and that's in my mind that's that's what always pops up when i when i do it, it it's just i don't it's hard to get out of those habits sometimes yep. we talked about the real estate market in 2021 and, and you know what you what i got out of what you said is there are homes on the market it's just that we have so many buyers that they're they're the supply and demand there's right. more buyers than there are than there are houses in the market we had we set a record in home sales in indiana last year right right so inventory would technically be kind of what's on the shelf if you go to get bread uh, the inventory is what's on the shelf um but that doesn't mean they aren't selling bread if there's nothing on the shelves uh, they may have just sold more in a day than they've ever sold before and that's exactly what's happened to us in real estate yeah it's unbelievable so what do you think is going to happen as we look forward into 2022, maybe even into 2023? Well, I think 2022 is going to be a lot of the same. Um, I do think, and and obviously you're the expert on this, but uh, it's projected, I mean, almost certain that interest rates will go up this year. Um, 
that's going to affect some of the buyers, maybe uh, especially like the first time home buyers. So I think there'll be, um, you know, an increase in, in values of, you know, a modest guess would be six, 7% uh, this year in 2022. So I think the affordability uh, combined with the raising interest rates will take some of the buyers out of the market. Um, but I think the rest of this year, we're going to continue to see a lot of the same. Uh, I mean, I've just listed several houses here in the last couple of weeks. Um, I think I sold five houses in, in uh, January. And I'll tell you, we're seeing 10, 15, 20, 30 offers on properties, uh, within days. So yeah. I, I don't foresee that changing. Um, it would take something very drastic and unforeseeable for that to actually happen. Yeah. I noticed, I see it not nowhere near as much as you do, but I certainly see it. And I, on rates, I've talked about that on the show several times right. and you know, not only are we going to, we already have seen interest right. rates go up, you know, yeah. it's that that's what's happened. Yeah. So it's just been a crazy time. Now it's time for questions with the gurus. I wanted to go over this question because I think it fits in exactly with what you were saying. James wants to know, since it's a seller's market, should buyers wait until the market changes to neutral or maybe becomes more of a buyer's market? Specifically, he's worried about you know, home prices. And, and if he bought now and it was likely to, if it would, if he thinks it's going to drop, how would you address that question? Uh, James, that's a great question. Um, however, I don't foresee the, the market becoming a buyer's market anytime soon, or even really balancing out. Uh, I think the next three to five years is going to continue to be a seller's market. I do think it won't be as strong of a seller's market, you know, the further out in that timeline we get, but I don't foresee values dropping. In fact, I had that same conversation and those, that same question asked of me by many different people two, three, four, five years ago. Um, some of them bought then, some are still waiting for the market to drop. And those who bought now have a substantial amount of equity because they bought when they did. And, and when I say substantial, some of them, it is $100,000 plus just because they bought two, three years ago. And it's it's one of those things, it's hard to get people to understand. And nobody really knows what the market's right. like. You, know, no, you, absolutely. you buy stocks, yeah. You, yeah. you make trades, you just never really right. know for sure 100% what's going to happen. Yeah. However, when you look at the market and you and you see what's going on currently, you know last year you said we are we increased by 19%. Right. That's that's $19,000 on a $100,000 home. You're right. And it's really hard to find a $100,000 home now. So right. so take that to 200, 300, 400, 500,000 whatever price of the house. Average of 19% increase in that value in one year. It's incredible. Yeah, it incredible. is. Incredible. It is. I can tell you, I mean, I was shocked at what my house was valued right. at when I, I had it appraised. Yeah. I was shocked at what it, what it valued Absolutely. at. It's, and you're thinking that we're going to be looking at in 2022 in the 6 7% range? Yeah, increase in value of 6 to 7% by the end of, you know, at year end to year over year. Um, I think that is a modest uh, estimate, but that's kind of what I've been telling people. Uh, I'm the type of guy I like to, to shoot low, and uh, we overperform, and everybody's happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because yeah, everything I've seen is higher than yeah. that. That's why yeah. I was. I just want to make yeah. sure I heard it right. I've seen most people, even being conservative, are thinking 9% yeah. to 10%. Yeah. 
But it's so hard because when you just came out of a 19%, right. it's very difficult to think it's going to be something much, you know, tremendously lower than right. that. But even then, 6 or 7% is still on a, if you could get 100,000, let's take a $200,000 yeah. home. That's 12 to $14,000 in value in your house and you're just living there. You didn't do anything. You didn't Great. do anything. It is a it's why a homeowner is worth the average homeowner is worth like $600,000 more than the average renter. Right, right. I think there's some other reasons for that. Mostly renters tend to be younger, just starting out. Right. But owning a property, owning a home is your way, is one of the ways and maybe the most sure way to wealth. It could be a substantial. It's also a great um, you know, inflation hedge. So... You know, we've seen this uh, massive inflation here recently. I don't know if, I mean, go anywhere and compare that prices to five years ago and and it blows your mind. Uh, But the values in real estate have done the same. So it's kind of protecting that money as uh, Wall Street and and the stock market um, dips a little bit. It has not affected real estate. In fact, just the opposite. So it is an inflation hedge for for those that are trying to be smart with their money. Yes, and it just came out few days ago or a week and a half ago, something like that, inflation for, for uh, January was 7.5%, the highest yeah. in 40 years. Right. It went up 0.6%. Now, I personally believe inflation is n- next month will be kind of the, the top, and, it may, and it, may even, it may go up a little bit even next month. And the reason I say that is when we're talking about the inflation, we're talking year-over-year year right. inflation. Right. And the fall-off, the the February of 2021 is it was only at 0.4%. Yeah. Then all of a sudden it goes, it jumps to 0.6%. And, right. And so if you if, look at a rolling 12, that's, it looks yeah. like we're going to start to then simmer down. Then if the feds do what they say they're going to do, and, and there's a lot of, I mean, it's amazing all the different things that you hear about what the fed's going to do. And even the different members of the fed will come out and say what, what they're going to do. But if they, they're going to raise the federal fund rate. Mm-hmm. And when they raise the federal fund rate, most people think that's going to be terrible for int- mortgage rates. That in and of itself is actually very good for mortgage rates because it stops inflation. If you look back in history, you look back in the late 70s, early 80s, one of the, the one main thing they did is they, they, they raised the federal fund rate, they cut off the, the uh, inflation. Inflation was going crazy right. back then. In the late 90s, early 2000s, the same thing. It works every time. They did it again in 2007 and 8. Uh, so they, it's, it's a proven method of doing that. There's other things they may do that could mess that up, and they right. may not want to follow through. But we think interest rates even if they go up a little bit from where they are today, right. they're still going to be, in in historic terms, extremely good this year. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, isn't the historic average like 6 or 7%, something like that? Um, I mean, and we're, I mean, what are we at today? 3.5 maybe? I don't know. Inflate, uh, interest, interest rates? Interest rates, yeah. Yeah, I'm not legally supposed oh, to sorry. talk about, no, that's okay. I'm not legally supposed to talk Getting about exact rates. <laughs> gotcha. Without, gotcha. Um, so, Interest rates are are still extremely good. In the scheme of things, they're very low. Right. But we just came yep. out of the lowest rates no, we've ever right. seen. Yep. You know, it's kind of like coming out of a market. Uh, if the housing market goes from a nineteen percent uh, appreciation to a seven percent appreciation, 
you could look at that and go, that's terrible. You and I have been around a long time. That's in Indiana, good. that's fantastic. That's very good. Because yes. 19% is not sustainable. No. No. We can't hack, we can't continue that. No, we've been saying that for a couple of years and it keeps on happening. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's I th- part of what I want to get across to people so that they understand and we t- I talked about it last week is that we're not in a bubble. We're not in the same situation as we were in 2007 and 2008. No. Do you remember the housing market in 2007 yes. and 2008? That's right when I started. I it's very vivid in my memory. And what and and compare it. It's the exact opposite of the problem we have now. Back then, a house could be on the market for a year, a year and a half, two years. Um, you know, you have a buyer that wants to look at it. We could go take them look at twenty houses. You know, take a month to decide. That's fine. That's uh, the exact opposite of now. You, you see a you got a buyer that wants to look at a property. You better show it to them. Uh, a lot of times, there's deadlines. You know, we're going to give people three days to look at the house and then we want offers and uh seller will decide at that point so and the average time on market right now is i know under 30 days but yeah what is, yeah i know? i don't have that okay. right in front of me but it, i mean and some of that is um builders are starting to put a lot of their stuff in that kind of uh and those sell it shows a lot longer days on market than they actually are selling in uh, because they put it up when it's just a empty lot and and so uh, that thwarts the the data a little bit um, as well as now i mean every listing i've had you know except for maybe one or two in the last you know six months or year i probably could have sold in a day or two we had offers in a day or two but sometimes we're given you know three four or five days so uh, days on market is something it's quick it's something that we've never seen that low of days on market in our you know in central indiana ever Right. And, and I, I think this, this is my guess. You tell me if I'm right, but I'm guessing that the reason you don't want to cut it off in a day and sell it is because you want to get everybody's offer so that your seller is getting the very highest price. Yeah. I think, offer. I, I think honestly, um, you know, finding out that time frame, it's a case by case scenario, but, uh, oftentimes giving it a time frame is best for buyers and sellers. It gives buyers the opportunity to go out and see the property. Uh, they know they have to make a decision by whatever that deadline is. Um, as well as for the sellers, you get more people in. Um, now, there are times where your first offer is your best. But uh, if you have 15, 20, 30, 40 offers, then a lot of times you will find that they uh, they get higher <laughs> later on sometimes. So. And do they – are you getting a lot of offers from investors Yes, we are. It depends on what kind of property uh, you put on the market. But yes, I mean, we are seeing quite a bit of uh, investor offers. So what is the strategy? Obviously, the seller doesn't need much of a strategy. Get uh, no, I mean, the, the timing, time frame and that kind of stuff, that is part of the strategy for sellers. Um, and then when you get down to having the offers, you know, getting those compared and um, most of the time, we all know it, it's about the uh, money. You know, which one's going to give me the most money? But that's not always the case. That's not always the case. So there are times where a seller will give up part of that money if they get possession after closing or if they can close sooner or close later or uh, there's just different things. And that's what I love about real estate. It's a very um, relationship game. You know, it's, right. uh, hey, what's best for you, Rick? Not what's best for your neighbor. What's best for you? And let's figure out how to do that. Exactly. And then, so when you look at that, what about the seller or the buyer? What there have to be, 
of course the seller has some strategies too, yeah. but I got to think that the buyer has to have, I mean, it has to, it's a whole new world. Absolutely. Uh, well, as a buyer's agent, if I'm representing a buyer, my first thing is to get a hold of the other agent on the house that my people like and see what the seller's looking for. Because once again, I might be thinking, oh, they, they just want the top dollar when maybe you find out that's not the case at all. Maybe they want to close in two weeks or maybe they want to close in eight weeks or 10 weeks. Um, maybe they want a couple days possession afterwards. So, um, I'd say the biggest strategy is just finding out what the seller actually wants and then seeing how much information you can get about what other offers are already out there so that you put your buyer in the best position to compete. Right. And I, it's my guess is that it is essential to work with a top agent in this market. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, and, and even the best of the best, they don't always win, you know, and that's the thing. You need someone that's going to give you the honest truth, tell you what you need to do and see if it's the best uh, scenario for you. Right. And it's not, you're not telling them that the market's hot and it's not, you're telling, you're trying, I I know at least because I've been in sales most of my life, I think I might have a little, I, I, I'm swayed a little bit and I see things and I think, I don't want to tell somebody something that sounds like it's a sales pitch, yeah. but this isn't a sales pitch. No, it isn't. In fact, I think it's the exact opposite. It's being honest with your people for the good, the bad, and the ugly. Um, that's important. If you really care about them, you're going to tell them. I mean, what what would happen if you went to a doctor and there was some bad news and he's like, well, I don't want to, I don't want to upset Rick today, so I'm going to just tell him everything's fine. And then you walk out and, and you don't know. Right. A good doctor is going to say, hey, you know, unfortunately, here's what we found. You know, and, and at this point we're having some of those conversations and buying a home in, in this market isn't necessarily right for everybody right now. And that's fine. That's fine. But those who it is right for need to know the honest market conditions and, and what they're going to face as they buy their first home or their repeat home. Right. And I, and I'm sure it's, it may even be harder for somebody who it's not their first home because they remember a yeah. different market. Yeah. Yeah. Or people moving from uh, other towns where, you know, maybe it's somewhere that is not experiencing a market like this or something. Well, we just sold our house and it was something totally different there. So. Yeah, I've I've talked to a variety of agents around the country because I'll, I'll have people that I that I work with and I'll talk to an agent and everybody's like, well, I don't know how your market is, but our market's on yeah. fire. Most yeah. places are right now. I mean, if you yeah. look at the national news, most yeah. places across the United States right now is on fire. Unless state. it's really rural. Yeah. A rural area seems to be. Not around here, though. Yeah, yeah, I know. But yeah. those are the areas I tend yeah. to see. But even then, like I said, that, that doesn't mean they're going to be. No, right. And any single house could be very, very hot. Yeah. And it's one of those areas that the houses have tended to be a little less expensive. Right. So it's a great one for first-time home buyers. Yeah, that's absolutely. that type of thing. So financing in that in all these cases makes a big difference because it's financing is one of those things that seller is is looking at. Yeah. How how are they financing this house? Can they do? Can they get past certain situations so we know we're going to close? That, that is definitely a factor right now. The financing, having a strong financing, and obviously I've worked with Rick a lot and, and highly recommend him and and all my clients that have used him have been happy, but. Um, you know, having a solid lender give a solid pre-approval letter. Um, and then there's even stuff on financing now where people are guaranteeing uh, the difference between a purchase price and appraisal. And, and that's a whole different show on in and of itself there, Rick. But, yeah. um, 
but yeah, the financing is very important to have that squared away. And you want to have that squared away before you find the house you love. If you, yeah. if you get that squared away afterwards, your house is sold to somebody else. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You don't have time. Yeah. So Jeremy, if somebody wants to get a hold of you, they're looking to buy a home, sell a home. How do they get a hold of you? Yeah. My cell phone is 317-413-5311. And my email is jpage, P-A-G-E, at callcarpenter.com. And I'm Rick Ripma, your hardworking mortgage guy with Advisors Mortgage Group. And you can contact me at hardworkingmortgageguy.com. That's hardworkingmortgageguy.com. All my contact information is there. And if you have any questions on real estate, mortgages, actually any questions at all, I'll find the right person for you. <laughs> we'll figure what it the out. Heck? <laughs> what the heck? I'll, get, I'll find the right person. <laughs> You want to know how to do a radio show? Well, I'll, yeah. I'll get you. I'll get you. Somebody who knows how to do you that. You got a guy. Don't just you. let me. Yeah, just let me know. Jeremy, thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate it very much. Thanks, Rick. I always enjoy it. I enjoy hearing your your knowledge of the mortgage industry, and I enjoy helping out with some of the real estate stuff. Yeah, you're you're awesome at the real estate. That's why you're here, and we appreciate it very much. I hope you enjoyed this today. If you have any questions on mortgages, you want to talk to me, or you need a recommendation. You can go to my website, hardworkingmortgageguy.com. That's hardworkingmortgageguy.com. Follow up with me there, my phone numbers, my email. You can contact me direct from the website. I'll do my best to get back with you in a timely fashion. I appreciate you joining me. I hope you have a great weekend. The four-year-old gazed at his weeping mother, worried. Why was she crying? This wasn't normal. Mom was always happy, always. She turned, looked thoughtfully into his worried blue eyes, and burst out laughing. The four-year-old was befuddled. Mom pulled him close, whispering into his tiny ear, These are tears of joy. Tears of joy, he asked. Yes, your dad and I just bought a home. It's our home. We'll make wonderful memories there. Mom was right. For 38 years, our family made wonderful memories in that home. Our lives revolved around that home. I've never forgot that moment with my mom. Hi, this is Rick Ripma, the hardworking mortgage guide at Advisors Mortgage Group. I'm here to help you finance the home where your memories will be made. Call me at 317-672-1938. That's 317-672-1938. Let's get your memories started today. You know, a lot of folks do what we here at Advisors Mortgage Group do. We just do it better. Licensed by the Indiana Department of Financial Institutions, NMLS number 33041, Rick Ritman's NMLS number 6645891. Equal housing opportunity programs vary. Call for details.